something you would want your significant other to buy you that you normally wouldn't buy for yourself trick question because i buy myself all the things i spoil myself and i don't need a nigga for shit so so no romantic gift like not even like a watch or a bracelet or something Uh, i don't wear watches uh bracelets and jewelry in general um, I don't need anything expensive because chances are I will lose it. And I mean, if I want it, I get it. I don't want for much. I'm not a big fancy person. Like I'm, I'm basic as fuck. So it's just like, there's nothing that I want that I can't get myself. Uh, so the honest answer is nothing. So I was going to say a watch because I normally wouldn't buy watches for myself, but I think it, I don't know why it's something Something about it just like is romantic to me that somebody would buy me a watch. What it is like, I just I don't like people buying me things. Like it, it. I don't know. It's just like it's just like okay, things you could have ate. Like you, you could have used that money to get food or you know put gas in your car. Like (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) it's something about people spending money on me that just is it it just doesn't sit right on my spirit i'm learning how to accept gifts and things now everybody was like oh, what you want to do for your birthday i'm like i want to sit in the house and mind my business like that's really <laughs> all i want to do is sit in the house and 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 watch i love lucy and you know engage in libations and things and mind my business but that's because i'm always busy and moving and i'm at work or school and or if i'm home i'm sleep or recording or editing or now i'm back in class or home it's like i'm always moving and busy and here and there to the point where when it comes time for my birthday i want to do my favorite thing which is the thing i do the least which is sit in the house and and you know capitalize off the monthly investment of rent (laughs) right i mean i hear you but at the same time but this is like your this is going to be your last year of your 20s. Okay. And this is another thing about that. Because you're not the first person to bring that up to me. And when I say that that means absolutely nothing, it don't mean nothing to me. I don't know why. Like, it just doesn't phase me. Like, I don't have that, oh, my gosh, my 20s are over. My la-. Like, I don't have that feeling. And sometimes I feel like there's something wrong with me because I don't. Um, But my 20s were just, it's been 10 years or I guess nine, whatever it's been enough of ups and downs to the point where it's like, I'm ready for this shit to be over with. Like usher me into a new age where I'm like financially stable and, you know, I have a healthy, <laughs> consistent, you know, relationship and I'm financially stable and I'm financially stable. <laughs> like I'm ready to right. usher Highlight, in the underline, new. bold, italicize. Um, but no, I, I have been in a really reflective space um, as of late, too. So 
I think this last year of my twenties will be spent, you know, a lot doing a lot of reflecting and looking back on what I learned over these past years and you know, going into my thirties, you know, being the baddest bitch possible. All of that to say I'm learning how to accept things from people, um, including gifts and money. But it's just like, but why? If you want to do something, share a link. Share a link. You know what I mean? <laughs> like <laughs> I hear you to an extent, but at the same time, I'm like, um, maybe it's because I'm somebody that like I really enjoy celebrating other people's birthdays, mm. um, a little bit more than than my own sometimes, uh, just because it's too much like pressure and I get anxiety from like trying to play in this like perfect, um, you know, this perfect uh weekend or series of events or whatever it's just it's just stressful because you got to think of all right who's going to come to this who's not going to come to this and you know are we going to have fun is is it going to be you know any drama like so i usually like am more excited for other people's birthdays just because like i also like to be like people's designated drivers (laughs) so i can make sure that they have a good time that's sweet and i like to do that too but and like for me it's like yeah i'm gonna tell in the house whatever oh you're not going to celebrate i'm like but I mean, chilling in the house, you know, and watching I Love Lucy or Girlfriends or whatever and, you know, having good drink and good weed, that is celebrating to me. Like, I like it's I am simple. I am basic. It takes very little to make me happy. I mean, there's I feel like there's a lot of pros that come along with that, right? Like you're not, you know, someone that needs the the giant production, you know, in order to have a good time. And I think that's, you know. I think that's something to celebrate. And the, the thing with that is, though, it's like a catch-22 because in the same way that it doesn't take much to make me happy, if I'm not, you know, being mindful and careful, it doesn't take much to put me in a negative space either. So I can get frustrated or mad or upset really, really just as easily as I get happy. But... I do my best to surround myself with happy distractions from things that irritate me to the point where there's always more things around me that make me happy than that make me irritated or sad or whatever. So it works out well, but it's a case. I had to learn how to do that. Well, we're always going to be learning. You'll always be a student of life, no matter how old you That is you true. Are, how old I just you want to be. pay no more therapy co-pays. I just, I just don't. I still owe them niggas from last year. They just might as well mm. go ahead and send that on to collections because you're going to get it when you get it. If you send it to collections, you're going to get it faster. <laughs> Let them buy that shit. <laughs> All righty. Well, that being said, welcome back to another episode of House of Fuse. Coming from the House of Emancipation, my name is Frankie. And from the illustrious House of St. Savage, it is I, Huey. Well, I would ask you normally how you're doing, Huey, but I feel like you kind of gave me a little bit of a, <laughs> of a, you know, of of how 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 you're really feeling these I'm days. I'm good. I am chill. I am minding my black ass business, and and learning and sharpening my skill sets and things so that I can be a badass nigga, bitch thing, whatever you want to call in the streets. Boss nigga, bad bitch, all them all things. Right. It's going to be me. <laughs> I see you're 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 back on the timelines. You know, this is Mitch. 
just I'm just I'm, a smidge. I mean, I, I might know, scroll. I think you know once a day to see what the plebes are talking about. <laughs> right, right. I feel like I feel like you know. Obviously, breaks are necessary. Yeah. Um, and in every aspect of life obviously and one of these days i'm going to take a a break from um majority of the timelines because you know part of me can never really go too long without it because i i kind of that's where i at least twitter is where i get all my music news from um because i'll be damned if you know for example like Haley williams puts out music and i just don't know about it because spotify won't give me the notification so i usually have to you know get the that kind of news from twitter so one of these days i'm gonna you know i mean to be honest this past week i haven't really been on the timelines as much as i normally am because usually it'll be like all right when i wake up before I get ready, I'm just like, all right, let me scroll through any, you know, any catastrophes, any breaking news or whatever. And then during the day, I'm not really on my phone that much. I'm usually just, you know, driving or, you know, working, whatever. And then I don't really see my phone until like dinner time or when I get home and, you know, when I'm like kind of in bed, just, you know, I would say lollygagging, <laughs> but just like on my phone, just, you know, touching every app and checking everything or whatever. But it used to be, I used to be on the apps like all the time, like, you know, I'd say like a good, a good Ooh, portion of the at? day. Uh, I, I'm talking about oh. like uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I mean, Instagram at some point, it tells you like, oh, you're all caught up. Get the fuck out. When you said the app. I'm thinking you looking for Trey. Uh, no, I told myself when I'm not going to entertain anything until I move. There's just no point. <laughs> I mean, granted, I may hey. Maybe there one day is, I'll there feel is a uh, point. there's a really good point because if you get it now and then you leave, I mean, go ahead and get you some some farewell peace. But see, okay, so now this is the part where I get a little bit personal. Part them um, legs or it's part been like almost. Ow. <laughs> it's been almost like it's been pretty much a year since I've had any kind of interaction, um, you know. So it's kind of like, I don't know why, maybe like it's a, it's a good thing, but I also feel like, you know, it, maybe it's becoming that time. I'm like, I, maybe I might need to hit somebody up. You no, know, it doesn't hurt. I, I, I was in a space where, um, like the thought of like casual sex is like disgusted me in the sense not disgusted me but like i just really wasn't interested like i just really wanted to like have an emotional connection and and all this stuff and right. you know like i wanted to be in a relationship and uh, and then me and my nigga broke up and <laughs> then it was just like um uh, emotions or not if we fucking we fucking and it's it's going to be just as fun regardless um so I, I kind of broke out of that mindset, but I mean, it's not a bad one to be yeah. in at all. Like you definitely got to do, you know, what makes you comfortable. And if you're not comfortable or if you're not interested in sex, unless there's an emotional connection, that's perfectly fine. Um, you just miss out on stuff, but it, I mean, you're not really missing out on anything if you don't really want it in the first place, but you get what I mean. No, I do. And I think that's, that's like one of my favorite things about our friendship is that we have that in common. Like there's so many times where you'll tell me certain things and I'm like, I was in that same space a couple months ago. Cause I, I used to be 
that person i mean you know anybody that's ever listened to what about your friends or just you know that knew a little bit about me on on twitter or whatever they know that i was always the kind of person that'd be like nope i don't want to have sex with somebody unless i'm like really interested in them and vice versa and if we're working towards something but obviously you know and you know, you can have that mindset but then you start going through shit and you're like um i kind of need something to just uh you know distract me from the sadness and all the drama and depressing everything whatever um because even what was it like last year the year before there was a time where i was like you know a little bit of a hoe and at least compared to you know compared to what i used to be you know with somebody that was just like nope don't even look at me don't even think about doing anything unless you want to be with me you know i went from that to um okay i'm gonna go see this guy and we're just gonna have some fun you know um yeah, and then you go home but now i feel like i'm in a <laughs> yeah but it just took so long for me to to get to that point where i can like confidently you know hit up somebody and not expect there to be any uh you know attachments or any strings yeah. you know what i mean like so but now i think i'm obviously i'm a little bit older and i see things in a little bit of a clearer mindset now so now i'm like all right i know i'm not gonna if i'm gonna do this i know i know what to expect you know and i shouldn't and if i if I feel like things are starting to turn into something or things are going left then I need to establish boundaries and just, you know, and go on yeah. about my day. So, yeah. So, but it's, like I said, it's been almost a year and I feel what? like it was pretty, pretty necessary. Peace. I told you I might have to just wait until the I come down there. The peace that all understanding. I feel, like the, I feel like the people are cuter down there. <laughs> I mean, the but whatever. <laughs> oh man but that's another topic for another day i promise you when 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 i move and we were able to do the show in person we'll we'll be able to like really go into these uh mess these hard not really hard but like these uh explicit conversations oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all righty yeah, so let's go right into perfect score and get this damn show started. <laughs> so once again, I feel like this is she's not the first person to get perfect score twice. I think the first person to get it was Lil Nas X because he just kept like breaking records and shit. Um, our queen, Miss Mariah Carey, tends across the board. She finally got inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame for 2020. What took so long? I'm sorry. And the Isley brothers are just getting inducted into the song. Number one, let's be clear. Yeah. Mariah Carey should not be in the same class as the Neptunes. She just shouldn't be. She should have been before. And we all know this. And I feel like the Isley brothers should have too. And if we're going to keep it a buck, if we're going to keep it gully, if we're going to be real with it, Mariah Carey should have been in there before Jermaine Dupree. But that's all I'm going to say. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you, but, you know, it's, it, it seems as though uh, the world is kind of late when it comes to giving Mariah yeah, her flowers. Are. And it was so funny when she uh put them, that video on Instagram and she was like, now I can finally stop talking about it in interviews. And it was just like a bunch of clips of her talking about, yeah, I'm a singer. Or I'm a songwriter. I think of myself as more of a songwriter than a singer. And it's just like. It was two videos because she didn't do like the IGTV thing where you can post a long one. She'd like two separate one minute clips or whatever. But 
there was just various interviews and times of her talking about her being a songwriter and how important songwriting is to her and all that. I'm just like, sis has been saying this shit for a minute, for forever. When she won her best new artist, Grammy, she talked about bringing it back to real, you know, singer songwriters. This is, uh, but I mean, she did. She sometimes did. it takes forever for people to get things right. So, I'm happy for her, but they can still kick rocks. <laughs> and you, you know what's so crazy is that I was listening to a few other podcasts, and I heard a lot of other people saying that their friends or people around them didn't didn't know, or they just didn't expect Mar- Mariah Carey to be a songwriter. They didn't know that she wrote all of her, you know, her basically her catalog, you know, with the exception of covers and stuff. But um. And it's so it's so crazy because maybe it's just because I'm a crazy fan and I've been listening since I was a kid. I always attached songwriting to her because I knew like just from like reading the the album booklets and the lyrics and stuff, I just knew that this like her style of yeah. writing was real specific to her. You know, you can you can hear it in other albums. Like there's just a there's, there's a, a certain consistency to it. You know, like- she just yeah, she she has a specific style yeah. of writing, so I think that's just something that a lot of people gravitated towards. And it's just like, even if the common lay people didn't know it, like everybody in the industry know it because it's Mariah fucking Carey. And it's funny because Mariah is part of the reason why I always thought people like singers wrote their own songs, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until I randomly was looking at some Mary J. Blige song credits and her name on it. And I was like, wait, so she didn't write? So they don't write their own stuff? They all, some of them don't write? Oh, okay. I guess that's how this works. Um, But yeah, I'm, kudos, class 2020. Yeah, I used to, I used to think I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe it is because of Mariah. I used to always think that songwriter, like you had to be a songwriter in order to be like a big, you know, successful yeah. artist. I didn't. I mean, obviously, when you're younger, you're not really aware of, you know, of how the music yeah. industry works. And obviously, there are people that get songwriting, you know, publishing deals and stuff. And people like uh, I want to. Put, I just want to throw out names out there like like Carrie Hilson and Ryan Leslie, people that write songs and just, you know, record demos and send them to other yeah. artists. And, you know, we just when I was when I was younger, I just didn't think of that ever being a process until I think like maybe the MySpace days and, you know, around social media is when things started becoming a little bit more mm-hmm. clear. And, you know, you start uh, watching interviews from other artists talking about songs that they uh, that they would write and record and you know send to labels and then and you stuff. hear Asante on J Lo songs and like wait yeah mm-hmm. yep 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 ain't it funny so it's it's you know it's it's always been an interesting process but I think at least in when it comes to Mariah I think a lot of people just weren't used to attaching songwriter to her because she didn't have the the image of a songwriter quote-unquote as opposed to like alicia keys or taylor swift like you kind of have to have like a instrument or have to have this like you know specific image attached to you but with mariah was like okay we know her for her voice and her Mm -hmm. music um so they just didn't think that she would write these songs but i mean 
I feel like if anyone's ever listened to a Mariah Carey album, like just, you know, beyond the singles, I feel like it would be a little bit more obvious. It would people it would make more sense, you know, that she writes all her songs. But, you know, that's just it's that's just that. Yes. So keeping it with the music, let's go right into music box. Huey, what have you been listening to? Um, a lot of things. Charm bracelet has been very heavy on my spirit, but I did a Mariah song last week, so I'm not going to do one this week again. Um, actually glow by Lewis York has been heavy on my spirit. Um, it's just, it's a fun song and American Grail is just a great album. That's a end great Jesus, a great album. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Glow by Lewis York. Baby, you got Alrighty, that, that album's definitely been on. Um, can't sit down. <laughs> it's been on repeat in my car as well. It should be. Yeah. So, and also another album that's been on repeat in my cars. Uh, songs for as you as well. It's obviously hey, by uh, Miss Tanache. Um, so that's it. Was somebody had tweeted? Um. And it may have been Kyle from Love at First Night, Kyle Price, but they were saying that they should have put um, Nah Shay, uh, throw a fit, and like I used to on songs for you, and they were saying where they would place it, but I completely like uh reordered the whole track list and included those in it. So this is like I made my own like deluxe edition, kind of. And the playlist is, and I like the way it flows. Um, so yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Um, I mean, I, I definitely think they could have been on, on that oh, album fit, as well. Especially like I but, used um, to. And throw a fit. Cause I mean, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> what's going on there? Babbage link up. Link up. But yeah. Yeah. So the song that I've been killing lately is uh cash race. And I didn't, it's so crazy. Like when I first heard uh, songs for you, I liked Cash Race, but it wasn't something that I was like, okay, I got to hear this again. I was already stuck on like Perfect Crime and uh, Save Room for Us or whatever. But lately, I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's the the beat change or the transition is, I've just, it's just been on repeat. And I've just been cranking it in my car, dancing like a maniac uh, anytime, anytime I play it in the car. So I, I think there's a video for it as well, which I haven't seen yet. I am behind on whatever video she's been putting out. She well, she put out one for Stormy Weather, and I like that, that one. That was a choreo cool. video, though, right? Um, yeah. Yes. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just was verifying. Oh no! Like she did, she did choreography for it, but um, you know, there was some other little uh, weird little effects that she did in, in the video as well that kind of looked like the um, the ring. It kind of looked like the it looked like the album cover for uh, Night Ride. Mm. Great body of work. Yeah, Great so it was, it was giving me very much that. Alrighty, so that's that on Music Box and Perfect Score. Let's go right into our I don't timelines. Know what's happening in the world. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about is something that I've been seeing almost every day on the timelines for the past week. Um, I've been seeing people talk about this on their Instagram stories while watching uh, this specific movie. So just get right into it. So Tyler Perry put out a new film called The Fall From Grace and it's on Netflix. (laughs) Um, 
I have not watched it yet. I've seen a lot of clips, um, a lot of embarrassing ones. Uh, I haven't seen and it so, either, but I'm going to give good brother Tyler a break because I'm just tired of everything. I'm 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 tired, you know. And I read his uh, the interview he did. I think with was it Mashable? I don't know, but um, the one that they were talking about on the read. And I was like, okay, some of this makes sense and the rest of it still doesn't. But I am going to retire and just focus on my own shit. And make sure that whenever <laughs> I do a scene in the courthouse, you know, the script isn't on the judge's thing and visible. I mean, that that was that was one of many uh flaws that I saw from from the videos and from the clips. Uh that were on the timelines but one tweet that kind of stood out to me was um what is this someone had tweeted do y'all critique white people films the way y'all do tyler perry's um, i don't watch white people films, and just, so i can't i'm joking i'm well, joking i'm joking well, here's here's the right right <laughs> here's the thing i i feel like you know it's one thing to have this to have this opinion at least you know when it comes to uh tyler perry and his films and stuff but i also think this is like a matter of like how certain people's timelines are set up you yeah. know what i mean like even though even though i've never watched um game of thrones i would see clips and everybody would like you know do spoilers and stuff because a lot of people watch the show um there were also a lot of criticisms for you know for their for their final season there was i think there was like a there was a scene where like a Starbucks yeah, cup yeah. was yeah. was left or like a it, water it bottle, and obviously cup. this it was, was you know Starbucks cup. It sure goddamn was right, and then they had to uh, I think like digitally remove it or something like that. And obviously, Game of Thrones isn't set in a time where Starbucks cups are anywhere to be found, nowhere in existence. But um, but yeah, no. So I think it's I think if somebody has that opinion it's like okay they really maybe they're really fans of tyler perry movies and they really get something out of them and they just you know they go on the timelines and you know they it might hurt for them to to see all these criticisms or whatever but also i think you know so that's one thing but as someone who creates and has been part of plenty projects uh whatever i would hate to put out something that had so many so many flaws that just seem like a little careless in my opinion yeah. like at least the one that i'm talking about specifically from this film which obviously i haven't like i said i haven't watched it but i've seen clips on on twitter was there was like a extra in the background during this like diner scene and he's like pretending to eat with a fork and drinking water from a cup but there's no water in the <laughs> cup I was talking about this with somebody recently and I don't remember who it was. But yes, it's stuff like that. It's just like, like, or when like it's supposed to be champagne and it don't got no bubbles <laughs> or it got bubbles, but it's like, but like, those are ginger ale bubbles, not champagne bubbles. <laughs> right. But I, I think there's, I feel like there's a line between like, you know, and then I'm not comparing Tyler. I'm not comparing Tyler Perry's films to like Game of Thrones or anything. But I feel like there are certain careless mistakes that you know that happen. You know, when in any production, 
uh, I feel like there's a difference between like, a, like a, let's say a school project or something where like the sound isn't right or the you know the the color is off or you know the ex- exposure is off. You know, what I mean, little yeah. things like that that are kind of like beyond your control if you don't necessarily know what, you know. Know what yeah. you're doing. But you're Tyler Perry and you have this massive, huge studio that you just opened last year with like and you have nothing but time and and space to to make great work and so for me i kind of took this as like a are you doing this to troll people or were you just like in a rush to to make a film and in my head i'm like i don't know why you would be in a rush to make a film because you're tyler perry um but i guess you know and that given the the things that he said recently about you know having not having writers and doing everything by himself i guess it kind of makes sense as to why things seemed a little rushed and uh just not exactly uh all the way and i I will say in 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 his defense because i I did talk my shit so i'll you know uh give other sides of it he did um mention how he did have a writer's run for certain shows and uh, you know, the stuff that they were writing weren't really good and ratings were dropping and there was a whole thing with um the writers guild, I believe, and you know, he has to pay he was paying them and then like if they had to rewrite it, you know, he had to pay them again and pay them again. So it just it was a really um bad experience for him having a writer's room uh financially and fan like uh ratings wise so that's why for those specific shows he doesn't have a writer's room anymore um so i'm like okay i i can i can understand to an extent you know having these bad experiences with writer room having you know your writer's rooms um and the writer's rooms not living up to you know your creative vision I get that. I understand that. Find new writers. You know what I mean? Find find new yeah, writers like, that are going to no, be more I, in line I, with what you are doing. I, at least that's the way I would look at it. I can't tell anybody else what to do with their money or their productions. I'm I'm learning that and I'm I'm you know, I'm getting there slowly but surely. Um but just find new writers or take your time and stop trying to mass produce and rush content and really take your time and make sure that what you're crafting is cohesive you know the word of the day is continuity can you spell it yeah so i mean it's it it makes me think of just like people like let's just say for an example like somebody who is like a songwriter or something and let's say like in the beginning of their career they they were working with other people and they just didn't like the way that process was you know and then so they just decided okay i'm just going to do things by myself and then a couple years down the line they the songs just aren't as great and then it turns into kind of like a all right this person's going to give us something that we can laugh Mm -hmm. at um and we're probably not going to take as seriously i think that's when it's time to kind of switch up the formula you know because obviously you know whether it be a songwriting process or even like a podcast you know thing like 
you're going to have to, you kind of have to grow with it. You know, you can't just do things the same way you were doing them at the very mm. beginning, especially if, if, if what you're putting out there doesn't seem like you're growing at all. And it, I mean, granted, I guess the argument that I think he made and some other people made is that, you know, people are going to the movies to see him, to see his stuff. People Clearly, are streaming this. So, you know, somebody, somebody's got to enjoy it. Right. And, and it's profitable. And I get that. And I said it on Grow Bro, like as somebody that, you know, really wants to, you know, pursue producing and directing, writing, acting, all of that, this filmmaking in general, sometimes it's confusing to see people, and this is not specific to Tyler Perry, this is not specific to a, a certain race or gender um, when it comes to filmmakers, but it's just, it's confusing when I see work with all these, you know, holes in it or that aren't really cohesive or where continuity just wasn't even a thing. And it's like, I'm in school and I'm actively, you know, learning, you know, about everything and, it's like, am I wasting my time? Because I can produce something of, you know, not so great quality and potentially still be successful. So what am I learning how to master all these things for when I can just have people magically appear on boats? And even when they fall off, they get back on, they dry. Right. And people still going to eat it up. What am I wasting money on school for? What am I on master class for? What am I reading? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I can just go shoot with something with my iPhone at this point and just throw it up, and people may or may not eat it up. Right, and 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 you know, and to your point, there are people that make movies that are extremely well edited and uh, sound amazing based off of iPhones. You know, that were shot on iPhones and obviously edited through some other software. Um, so it's kind of like, all right, so where is, where's the bar really? You know, like that's the question. Where is the bar? And then the, the follow-up question is, am I going by where the bar is or am I making sure that I'm producing something of the highest quality so that no matter who is watching, no matter who is listening, no matter who is consuming my work, they're not wasting their time or their money. I think this is a, I think this is a good conversation to have because obviously, you know, like we like we pointed out, there are people that really enjoy Tyler Perry films. Um, there are people that don't necessarily look for certain things. And maybe as creatives, we are a little bit more critical of certain things. But at the same time, I, I feel like we have a right to, you yeah, know, like I'm there are certain things that we time and money, you know, that we aspire to be. And there are certain things that we, you know, we we kind of put some kind of pressure on ourselves to be in terms of what we put out there and what we attach our name to. Yeah, I mean, and, and to that person on Twitter that said, do I, or do you critique white people movies like Tyler Perry? Titanic is still one of the worst films ever. In my opinion, <laughs> it was pointless. It was just dumb. It was not a good film. It was long for no reason. My grandmama got it and it was broken into two VHS tapes. And I'm like, why? It's just a lot of filler scenes. Um, 
you could cut that movie in half and still get to the point and it have the same impact and meaning. The man could have fit on the door with her. She was a selfish. Like, it's just so many things about Titanic. It's like, the movie was bad. It just was not a good film to me. So, yes, I do critique all movies the same way and all television. I hate Friends. It just never tickled my fancy. It just never made sense. Um, Living Single Day, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um there's only one version film version of the great Gatsby. That's good. And that's the most recent one with Leonardo DiCaprio. All the other ones were bad. Um, I can go in on the Harry Potter movies and, and how when they differ from the book, it was just bad order of the Phoenix was a bad film. It was, it's my favorite book, but it's my least favorite film because it just wasn't put together. Well, a lot of it's, 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 I can speak on a lot of different shows and stuff, not just solitary productions. Um, granted, that question wasn't directed towards me personally, um, but I just wanted to answer it. <laughs> right? No, and that's that's and that's why I wanted to to bring it up because, like I said, I think it's I think it's a matter of like what your timeline looks like, right? Like, because you know, I, I for the most part, if you follow a lot of people that are. Uh, fans of Tyler Perry movies or people that, you know, like to talk about Tyler Perry, most likely you're going to see the criticisms or people praising it, you know, um, when it comes to this, you know, to this new film, I've seen nothing but criticisms and not positive ones. Um, I heard it was a good, but I've also, um, I did hear that. I heard that it was a, a, you know, the twist was really great. And I'm like, Tyler Perry, I I don't get twists from Tyler Perry. I get like a merge left or a merge right, but it's no twists and turns. It's for me. It's usually predictable and follows a very similar formula, but there are people who did see twists and turns in it. And I am happy they enjoyed themselves. And Tyler Perry knows his audience and how to cater to them and how to get his money. I'll just say this. There was nothing predictable about acrimony. Acrimony f- followed a very, um, to me at least, a very common cliche formula. It just had a lot of plot holes and things that didn't make sense and inconsistencies. Her chest hit the steering wheel. How did it fuck up her uterus? Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, those these are these are questions that I think that interviewer was trying to get at. And he just was like, Nope, this one, the writer's writer skill thing. Just make sure you on that. Um, but no, um, <laughs> and I, but at the end of the day, no matter what my criticisms are, no matter how I feel about his work is, is I have respect for Tyler Perry. And like I said before, it's just like, it's more. So it's like, I know that his stuff can be great, but, for whatever reason, he's happy just pumping out content and material, not really taking the time out to flesh it out and, and make sure it's cohesive. And it's just, it's, it's sad. Cause like the storylines be good for the most part. It's just the, the putting it together. Acrimony had so much potential. It did. It just was not put together well. 
That's all. It's like when you make some chicken just, wings and they look all good on the outside, but it still be a little pink on the inside, like around the bone and not cooked all the way through. <laughs> I'll just I'll end it with with a quote from uh from the legendary Electra Abundance. Uh just because you have an idea does not mean you know how to properly execute it. Um and I feel like that's something that he should probably uh what he should probably he apply, can apply to, it his, because to his uh to his it's career working because it's so just it's like it's on the one hand it's like yes i agree but on the second hand it's like if it's working for him then clearly he's executing it well enough so it's like i'm i'm really just but, caught between but, a rock but, and a hard place when it comes to solid pairing right but that also kind of brings me back to that question that we that we said a little bit earlier like but exactly like where is the bar you yeah. know because it can't just be about it can't just be about the numbers and just like, oh, this film was, you know, was top 10 or top five, number one at the box office. It, like you you have to be able to um, you have to be able to be like confident in, in the stuff that you're putting out there, that it's that it's quality and that it, you know, that you really put your best, you know, that you put all your all into it. But from what I'm seeing from the things that I've watched and the conversations that I've had, it doesn't seem as though you're doing as, as you're doing that, you know? So that's, you know, that's, that's, that's where I'll leave it. You know, I I think obviously we all have room to improve, you know, I'm, you know, I'm really no one to talk, obviously I edit this podcast and I'm still learning, you know what I mean? I'm right. But at the same (laughs) time, I, I want to, I want to be better. I want to be able to take it to the next level. So I'm always going to be learning or whatever. You're not going to hear, you know, this podcast isn't going to sound the same in a year because I'm going to keep getting better at editing, you know, and I'm not going to throw out there like, Oh no, the the last time I uh, did something or last time I did a podcast, I just uh, let somebody else, you know, edit it or whatever. And, you know, now, now I guess I just, you know, now I just don't care. That's that's not I, I never you're never going to hear that from me, especially when I have my name attached to something that I care about and that I want that I would appreciate and that I would like other people to consume as well. I want to be respected for quality and not for power and money. <sighs> that's the, that's where I'm going to leave it at. It's the price we pay for when it comes to art, though, right? Pretty goddamn much. So... Alrighty, so speaking of arts, I haven't uh heard this yet, but it comes out at midnight and I'm super excited for it. Haley Williams' first uh solo single comes out at midnight. It's called Simmer. And I kinda wish I I kinda wish we recorded later so I could talk about it, but I guess you guys are gonna have to wait until next week to hear about or if you follow me on Twitter you'll see my my initial reaction. I'm about to say that they just wanted to catch out on the timeline. Yeah, because I'll be like, bitch, I'm <laughs> screaming right now, and I'm just listening to it in headphones. Oh, man, but shout-outs to her. Um, Alicia Keys' album is coming out soon, too. I did see that. And, I think it's just called Alicia, yeah, right? And that's how I learned that the Grammys are actually coming on on Sunday, because I had no clue when they were going to be. But she is hosting again, so good for her. Um, and I, I like the song with Miguel. I do. I thoroughly enjoy that song. That's a cool song. I don't want Alicia Keys to host the Grammys. She did a um, good job. She can be a lot sometimes. Um, 
and everybody knows it. I mean, you know, love her. Can they all I love the diary of Alicia Keys? Um, she can just be a lot to 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 take in sometimes. Uh, she just has a presence, <laughs> and she makes it very known <laughs> during the award shows. But I'm sure she'll she'll look amazing. She'll have some entertaining uh gowns or outfits wardrobe choices <laughs> so moving along moving along um uh, we actually we talked a lot about uh, tyler perry for this episode yeah. um okay so also, i guess this will be like my last race. thing because I, I didn't expect it to be uh you know 45 minutes into it just talking about fucking tyler perry I mean, time flies when you but have um <laughs> <laughs> so this will this will be my last timeline so there's uh over the past couple of weeks, there's been this, uh, there's been videos of this uh, conservative woman. I think her name is Caitlin Bennett. Um, and I hate to give uh, people like this any more attention than I know that they're craving. Um, but I saw Francesca Ramsey talking about this on Twitter the other day, and she was basically telling people that we need to stop retweeting these people. We need to stop quoting their, um, you know, quoting their tweets and replying to their videos because this is the engagement that they want. They want to, they don't, and I, and I tweeted about this too. I said, these people don't want real jobs. They want to make money <laughs> off of outrage. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like they really don't. Like, I think she's just another like wannabe Tommy Lauren. Like, I think she wants to just be able to build a plat uh, build a platform off of saying the most ridiculous shit, whether she believes it or not, because obviously Tommy Lauren had, you know, some history of being somewhat liberal. And then she, you know, got a show on Fox for a little bit before she got fired. Um, Tommy at Did Charlemagne send her a, a version of his ass too? Like he gave to him. Uh, don't even don't even get me started on the breakfast club <laughs> i can't even talk don't even get me started on the breakfast club that's a whole nother conversation for another day but yeah no like oh, i said God francesca ramsey she was tweeting about this and i think she's absolutely right we have to really stop giving people these um giving them the, the engagement and the clicks that they want because they that's what they want to make their money off of they want to make money off of outrage and and people just uh you know dragging them through the dirt and it's not only just these conservative you know people trying to like i said be the next tommy lauren it's these fashion companies it's these you know big old corporations that see you know they i feel like and i, I said this before on what about your friends and i said i think people really know what they're doing they're not some people some people i, I know people are, are very ignorant and there are people that it's just like you know when you see certain things you're like like who else is in the room? Are you this out of touch? Are you this disconnected? But I also believe that some people know exactly what they're doing and they live for that kind of engagement Definitely. only to, um, only to turn around and play victim afterwards. Definitely. They love throwing a rock and hot hands, especially, <clears throat> excuse me, on social media where it's like people will say shit and I'm like, well, if you didn't want people to comment, you shouldn't put it on. So I'm like, but I mean, you, also didn't have to comment <laughs> like you you could have tweeted about something else you know it's it's i don't it's, know it's it's a uh, it's interesting especially i don't know it's that's just the the the, the time that we're in it's it's real clickbaitish at least from my perspective it's really clickbaitish um and a lot of 
just trolling and and baiting people in to get reactions and responses and it's profitable so people do it and at the very least it it'll help boost popularity quote unquote which can in turn end up profitable uh uh, so I mean I don't know some people live for the mess whether it's participating in it or starting it whether it's warranted or not and there's a lane for them you know Wendy Williams really opened up that door very wide open um <laughs> uh, well see that's that's the problem is that everybody you know wants to be Wendy Williams until people start checking what Wendy the Williams. Lady? You what know? was her name? Miss Jones? Miss Jenny Jones? No, not not Jenny. I don't I think her name was Miss Jones. Do you remember on Making a Band when Danny Kane went to the radio station and she was like sing something and they like couldn't come up with something to sing? Like when they first started I yes, pretty sure her I name remember that. Now. Was like Miss Jones or something like that. I think so. Yeah, she was like a New York uh, yeah. DJ, right? But one yeah. of them real like not. I don't think she was like messy like Wendy Williams, but she was. I don't know what the word, but her shit. <laughs> no, she was just real. She was real blunt, and she was real like she had a personality. Rude. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. She was just kind of rude and and harsh. For no reason. Um, at least from my perspective. Yeah, so I mean, you know, just to kind of wrap things up or whatever, I feel like we can we can address certain things and we can, you know, drag people without giving them the you know, without really adding to their platform or, or supporting it, you know, even if you're you know, even if you're talking shit to them or whatever, if you're quoting their videos, if you're, you know, attaching whatever they're putting out there to your profile, like it's really just going to help them more than it is, uh, you know, more than it's going to help you get a word across. You know what I mean? Like, cause like I said, you can, I mean, I'm talking about it on my, on the podcast right now. This doesn't necessarily benefit, um, Caitlin Bennett or you know the other people that are that I'm talking about you know because I'm not sharing their I'm not telling you guys to go watch their videos I mean yeah I am saying their name but I'm just you know it's 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 part of a bigger conversation so I think we have to kind of realize that we we have more power than we think we do yeah and even though we're going on these timelines and you know of course nobody really wants to see some of the stupid shit that they're saying or some of the you know the these viral clips or whatever. Um, and it's easy to be frustrated and to kind of want to, you know, voice your opinion about it, but you gotta, you gotta see the bigger picture here. You know, they don't give a damn about, uh, if, if people like us are offended or, Mm -hmm. you know, how dangerous their, uh, their rhetoric is or any of, they don't really want to deal with the consequences. They just want to make sure that people are going to, you know, people are going to respond to them no matter how, crazy they sound no matter what you know stupid shit that they're they're putting out there for the day they just want the engagement and people give it to them so we just we just got to be a little bit more responsible a little bit more careful when it comes to uh 
letting you know to, when it comes to dragging people on and telling people about themselves especially on on the timelines like you know drag them you know if anything you know maybe code names or whatever people will know what you're talking about subtweets i mean it it doesn't (laughs) have to be that but like initials or something you know like i said you can you can just simply tweet about that person without it really supporting without supporting them or you know there are you can also tweet about the topic and not even mention the person or the video or whatever that too but still tweet about the topic in a way that um you know combats what that person is saying without it actually being an engagement with them you know because that's what i have learned to do for example i can get on the timeline people talking shit about tanache instead of getting in the argument instead of talking it out what do i do i start tweeting links to songs damn this is my favorite song off Aquarius. Damn, Midnight Sun still crank like shit. Damn, one for me is still the. You know what I mean? Like, I'ma hype it up. I'ma hype her up as opposed to arguing with you. I'ma have my little party over here and hype her up. And that way, I'm I'm listening to my music. I'm promoting a fave. You know what I mean? Same shit with Beyonce. Yeah. I got shit to say. Bet. Pull out videos. Put out pull out links. Uh, clips. And just stand. Just go off. Because facts speak for themselves. I don't yeah, argue. I mean, that's... <laughs> I, I think I've gotten a little bit, at least maybe over the past year or two, I've just gotten kind of sick of the... Just like the annoying, terrible side of stan culture and stan Twitter or whatever. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Anytime somebody puts out a a new single and people are are living for it and i'm living for it you know it's it's a fun thing to watch other people uh you know celebrate with you in that sense um but when it's like you know somebody that puts out a project and you're like you know you're waiting to hear to see what people are thinking about it and there's you know people will give their initial responses but then there are people that are that will make it a thing to tweet about it every hour on the hour or every day like oh this selena gomez album is so trash um this is the worst thing she's ever put out there her career is over there's a fine line i think there's a fine line between showing like you know because i i even tweeted about it i was like uh i only liked one song off of it um but the song i like i enjoy it everything else not so much there's not really a need for me to you know to to push to you know to beat that horse down you know what i mean like it's if someone tries to like, you know, make me feel bad about, you know, about my opinion or what I tweeted about, then, then that's one thing. But if it's like, you know, if, if I'm, if I decided to do a thing where it was like every day talking about how bad I think this album is, like, there's just like, I have better things to do. And I think the sad reality is a lot of these people don't have anything better to do than to just talk shit about, uh, you know, talk shit about our faves. Well, I got work to do. I got a job, <laughs> So, yeah. So, I don't know if you have anything else for the timelines. No. Yeah. So, this is... I, I didn't expect us to be... Uh, oh, wait. The at, Whitney, at Graham, hour oh, already. Whitney Graham hologram. Jesus. Whitney Houston hologram tour. <laughs> uh, I just feel like it's not of God. Um, and Pat Houston might be in cahoots with the devil. Um... What else have I come across? 
I mean, we knew it was happening. We knew the yeah. the hologram tour was happening. I think it's. Uh, I don't even want to promote it. Never mind. Don't buy your tickets. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go, go. But I just. I, I was gonna say it starts. It starts this day the on pictures, the on the twenty whatever. The pictures just look like, like I told you, it looks like a doll. Like it. I don't know. Um, I just. I don't. That that can't be the future. I, I just don't want that to be. <laughs> Hashtag stream the body god. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want that to be a real thing. I don't want like let people let their legacies live on through their music and through memories and stuff. I holograms to me are just so creepy and it's I just don't like the ideas of them. I don't like the idea of it. Um it's, it's so weird. that's just that's pretty much where I stand on on holograms in general. But uh, they like it, I love it. So alrighty. Anything else? Um I'm a bad bitch. I'm a I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a <laughs> a no, bad bitch that's back on the timeline. See how I brought it back. Hey, Al, and back in school. You know, classes just started today. Okay. You know, getting my production shit on. You know, you know, getting my editing shit on. You know, you know, my public speaking shit on. You know, you know, you know, you know, coming up. You know. <laughs> so anyway i'm gonna wrap this up thank you guys so much for listening um you guys can find me on twitter at frankie l rivera instagram frankie l rivera um, my photography instagram underscore box guy and yeah that's where you can find me and you can hit me on twitter and the instagram at baby huey that's b-a-e-b-y-h-u-e-y that's me Alrighty, make sure you guys leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, we have a few already, which I haven't looked at. Uh, maybe one of these days I'll take a look at them. But um, yeah, you guys can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, um, and some other things that I always forget to say. But we're 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 there. Um, and if you like, I said, if you guys have any questions, just email us, DM us, and we may just answer them on the show. So yeah, uh, I think that being said, we will see you guys next week. Huey, close us out. Category closes. Yeah.